0: comes to religion, you are free to worship or not worship according to any religious doctrine as long as you don't infringe on others' rights to worship or not worship according to their beliefs. Hi there, this is Gary. Welcome to episode 72 of Diary of a Senior Geek, recorded on October 11th, 2020. As usual, let's start with some news slash opinion. On Wednesday, a woman of color attempted to speak, and an old white guy across the stage kept interrupting her. He also repeatedly overran his allotted speaking time and often ignored questions posted by the moderator in the debate in order to reel off a long list of talking points, most, if not all, of them being either outright lies or at least very misleading. Actually, as near as I can tell, neither Pence nor Harris answered any of the questions posted by the moderator, choosing to recite their talking points instead but Pence's multiple interruptions and talking over both Harris and moderator Susan Page was cringeworthy. If the moderator's questions are irrelevant, it seems to me that you might as well give each candidate an uninterrupted hour in prime time to do whatever they want. Or just get rid of the debates entirely. Maybe that's just me. What purpose do these debates serve? Being good at so-called debating is not a skill required by the president while in office. Well, I think a good president should surround himself with smart people who both agree and disagree with him, any discussion with the president shouldn't be a debate. A good president should take in all the information provided by his advisors, then, based on that information, decide on a course of action as the final arbiter. Do you think that's what's been happening in the White House since January twentieth, 2017? Yeah, me neither. Moving on, ignoring the advice of basically every epidemiologist and infectious disease specialist in the world, our president cut his hospital stays short after three nights and returned to work at the White House, defiantly removing his mask before entering the building. This could potentially lead to him personally infecting many more members of the White House staff. In the meantime, the White House has refused to even attempt contact tracking of those who attended several non-social distance or masked events with the president in the days before he was diagnosed with COVID-19. So that means people who've been exposed can't be contacted and advised to get a COVID test. Hopefully they'll figure that out on their own, but, you know, who knows. Folks who don't want the government telling them they have to wear masks are calling it a personal freedom issue. However, As someone once said, your freedom to swing your arm around ends when your fist contacts someone's jaw. It's been well established that folks with COVID-19 are infectious for at least several days before the onset of symptoms, and that it's possible that some folks either have very mild symptoms or no symptoms at all during the course of the air infection. You may be infectious and not know it. By refusing to keep your air and your germs to yourself in a confined space, When other people are around, you're potentially endangering everybody. In my humble opinion, that's a form of assault. You're violating the natural rights of the people around you to avoid getting sick because of your irresponsibility. Wearing a mask is a simple, inexpensive method to avoid spreading infection. After about seven months of gathering data from around the world, it has been clearly shown that social distancing and universal masking is very effective in slowing the spread of contagion. So on the understanding that once the pandemic is under control, you can reassert your right to breathe on other people if you want to, just wear a damn mask when inside and or near other people. As of yesterday, President Trump has started holding rallies again because he doesn't feel contagious, he says last I heard, he had no test evidence to back this up. This is lunacy. Because everything's fine. So, now I'm going to continue looking at the political spectrum. For now, I'm going to stick to the traditional left-right spectrum with communism on the far left and fascism on the far right, as I have been. Later on, we can get into libertarianism, classical liberalism, and any other political philosophies that may come up. This week we'll talk about liberalism slash progressivism. They're not actually quite the same. Here's what I've learned from about 10 minutes searching the web and skimming the Wikipedia articles on liberalism and progressivism, combined with what I just know from being a lifetime liberal. Liberalism is a moral philosophy concerned mostly with liberty, consent of the governed, and equality before the law. Liberalism has its roots in the Age of Enlightenment in the 17th and 18th centuries, starting with the teachings of John Locke. According to Wikipedia, Locke argued, quote, that each man has a natural right to life, liberty, and property, and governments must not violate these rights, unquote. It appears that Thomas Jefferson was a fan of Locke, modifying the phrase to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in the Declaration of Independence. Wikipedia also says that liberals, quote, "...generally support free markets, free trade, limited government, individual rights, including civil rights and human rights, capitalism, democracy, secularism, gender equality, racial equality, internationalism, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and freedom of religion." Unquote. To me, this sounds a lot like classic conservatism, with support for free markets, free trade, limited government, individual rights, capitalism, and democracy, but a kinder, gentler version that also supports civil rights, gender and racial equality, freedom of speech and of the press, and true freedom of religion. In other words, when it comes to religion, you are free to worship or not worship according to any religious doctrine, as long as you don't infringe on others' rights to worship or not worship according to their beliefs. We'll talk about conservatism next week, but I will just say that, in my humble opinion, when conservatism and evangelical Christianity linked up in the latter half of the 20th century, the conservative philosophy lost its way, essentially advocating for evangelical Christianity as the official religion for the United States in clear violation of the First Amendment. But I digress. Progressivism came along later, with roots in the early 20th century. From Wikipedia, progressivism is, quote, middle class and reformist in nature, it arose as a response to the vast changes brought by modernization such as the growth of large corporations, pollution, and rampant corruption in American politics. As an aside here, uh, as time went on and information became more freely available through social media with very little filters, the world has just been moving faster and faster and faster and we really haven't evolved to handle that again i digress as the 20th century came to a close progressivism embraced environmentalism and social justice as well which brings us to today for the first part of the 20th century progressivism was rooted in and energized by religion But over the last several decades, the movement has become more secular, possibly as a reaction to the conservative Christian right. In case you haven't guessed, I am solidly in the progressive-slash-liberal camp. In my humble opinion, none of the folks being labeled as socialists or communists by the extreme right fit those labels. For instance, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, etc., These and others tend to be at the left end of the progressive scale, but as far as I know, none of them are advocating public takeover of the means of production or a dictatorship of the proletariat or any of the other things advocated by socialist and communist systems. They're all fundamentally capitalists, even though they want to have some regulation on capitalism, and even if some of them advocate democratic socialism man was that ever a poor choice of branding the word socialism is really loaded in this country at some point i want to get into classical liberalism libertarianism and various forms of authoritarianism and anarchism including anarcho-transhumanism whatever the hell that is the list of political ideologies in wikipedia is a little daunting and i only plan on hitting the high points of the most common ones but Arnako transhumanism just caught my eye, so I may have to drill down on that one a bit. But not today, or for a while. Next week, we'll move from the left side of the spectrum that we're using right now to the right and talk about traditional conservatism. Stay tuned. Eh? So this week's joke. Did you know that Marvin Gaye used to keep a herd of sheep in a vineyard? He'd herd it through the grapevine. Uh, that's great. Listen, you're a real hoot. So, that's the news, opinion, and philosophy sections, and even a joke. If, uh, you have any feedback, please send me an email at seniorgeek49 at com. Please. Ah! Did you know that you can support this podcast at patreon.com slash seniorgeek? Two bucks for a month's worth of weekly episodes of two podcasts. I still think that's a pretty good deal. If I have ten or more pledges, any in the future, of at least two dollars a month or more, and more is always good, and they go through the end of the month, so I get paid, I'll post the first two takes of my very first published podcast for all patrons. Listen to me, Flounder, and Free Associate for a total of about 40 minutes while driving 70 miles per hour on I-15 from Las Vegas, home to Southern California, without recording anything I felt like I could use. I'd say that's not a bad deal for two bucks. As I've said over and over again, mics, mixers, and editing software aren't cheap and I can use all the help I can get. The Patreon link is in the show notes. If you can't pledge, I fully understand. Just tell everyone you know how great this podcast is and rate it five stars in whatever app you use to listen to it. That's it for this week. Wash your hands and don't share your air. Wear a face mask and social distance when you're out and about. Be kind. Black Lives Matter. And as I've said before, send me feedback at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. Are you mad that I got rid of the fake commercial and the bloopers? Just let me know. I would love to hear. If you hate this podcast, if you hate my point of view, let me know. I might actually want to get you on the show and we can discuss it. Just, I love feedback. I love getting email from you guys. And I know there aren't that many of you and that I'm mostly talking to the choir. But just send me an email. And look for my new companion podcast. Tales of a Senior Geek used to be part of... uh, Diary of a Senior Geek, which actually started off as Adventures in Social Anxiety, in case you started at the beginning, but it didn't really fit in with the political and philosophical podcast I wanted to do, and yet I still wanted to tell stories of my life. So there's now two podcasts. You can find Tales of a Senior Geek at anchor.fm slash seniorgeek49. There's a link in the show notes. It's also on Spotify. See you next week. This is Gary Fisher for Tales of the Senior Geek, signing off. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Why don't you fellas be nice? Get out of here before I get arrested. No, I'd like to stay and see that.